It happens in the blink of an eye. It felt like we just dropped out of the sky and hit the ground. Immediately inside the plane, total chaos. A moment in time that changes your life forever. When you see the pictures of the car, I don't see how anyone could survive. Often these moments are just the beginning of a new world for the people who experience them. And you know the outcome is going to be drastic, but yet you still know that you have to do it. Each episode of Just a Moment examines someone's life-changing experience and explores how they navigated through that moment to discover a new normal. And I see beauty now. This is me. I promise you will hear compelling, raw stories that may help you navigate through your own life's journey, if you'll give me just a moment. Hi everyone and welcome to Just a Moment. Lots of life-changing moments are positive ones, and those triumphant moments can be just as difficult to navigate as the traumatic ones. Today's guest knows all about that. Maya Ramirez was just 13 years old when she was selected as a contestant on the first season of Project Runway Junior. Now, I have always loved Project Runway, so when I found out there was a local girl on the junior version, I couldn't wait to watch. It was clear from the beginning that Maya belonged there. Her cool but easy style and bright red lipstick made her stand out along with her fashion designs. And week after week, this poised and determined teenager kept coming out on top until Maya was one of the final two in the last episode when they announced the winner. Maya, Samantha, one of you will be the winner of Project Runway Junior. <laughs> Maya, you make the most technically difficult designs look flawless and effortless. Your collection was filled with wow moments. We finally know who you are as a designer and we love it. Congratulations, you are the winner of Project Romwe no, Jr. No. no, you're kidding. No, we're not kidding. <laughs> I did not expect that at all. There were watch parties all over Northwest Ohio, and people went crazy when Maya won. Okay, okay, Toledo is not really known as a fashion mecca, but it is a place where Maya's creativity and passion for design were nurtured from a very young age. Do you remember the first time you picked up a piece of fabric or went to a sewing machine for the first time and sewed something? So I've kind of always had this like creative spirit about me. I've always been interested in art um, since I could pick up a pencil. Um, but I specifically remember um, going into Toys R Us one time and seeing these little mannequins that they had where you could like pinch and pull fabric around them and it was like make your own designs and they were about the size of a Barbie doll. Um, and I was obsessed with these things. I would spend hours like cutting up fabric. I asked my mom for pillowcases, old t-shirts, like anything I could get my hands on um, to wrap around these things. And they ended up all looking like mummies because I just covered them in fabric. But um, that was like the first time that I remember actually 
uh, doing anything like fashion related with art. But ever since I could walk, I've been like painting, drawing. Um, we had this table in our basement that was really old and my mom didn't really care about. And she just let us cover it in like paint and markers and whatever we wanted. Are your parents artistic? So this is kind of funny. I feel like it definitely skipped a generation of my parents. Um, my grandfather was a brilliant painter. Um, we have paintings in our house that were done by him that are just magnificent. But neither my mom nor my dad have any sort of like artistic training. Um, they're very DIY, I would say. Like they do a lot of home renos and things like that by themselves. Um, but as far as art wise, not very much, but they're definitely very encouraging of it. I had a friend who was like sewing little square pillows on one of those like $30 machines you can get from like Target or something. And I thought, oh my gosh, that's so cool. I want to do that. Um, but me being me, of course, I asked for like a full on sewing machine and a mannequin and all these things that I probably didn't need as a third grader, but um, really helped me and pushed me to actually make clothes instead of like little stuffed animals and things like that. So you got all that stuff when you were in third grade. <laughs> so um, my parents actually, well, actually my dad um, talking to my mom was like, she's too young, she's never gonna use this. These are expensive, like why would we buy these for? She's gonna use it for five minutes, she's gonna realize she doesn't know how to do it, she's gonna get disinterested, and my dad was like totally against getting it for me. Um, and my mom was like, no, 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 I think we should, I think we should. My grandparents were actually the one who ended up buying me like the machine and everything. Um, and so I always look back at my dad and I'm like, mm, yeah, okay, like look at where it has taken me now. And he's like, yep, learn my lesson there, but <laughs> yeah. yeah. Did you start making clothes for yourself? Did you start making clothes for other people? Were you just kind of experimenting? You know, there are very few pieces that actually turned into clothing when I first started sewing. I am almost completely self-taught. Um, I've taken like a few classes at Toledo School for the Arts, which were really helpful. Um, but as far as like basics of sewing, it was YouTube and guessing and trying to figure out what worked and what didn't. Um, so the clothes that I made at the beginning, I guess kind of fit me. Um, then there were a few that I made for my mom um, that were a little bit more like adult size. And did you actually wear the clothes? Did you wear them to school? Did your mom wear them? Oh yeah, I have pictures of me going to school in fourth or fifth grade with these awful dresses on that I was like so proud of at the time. I have this one picture and it's a yellow dress um, and I have like, a purse made out of an old pair of jeans and it's not hemmed it's oh my gosh but at the time I was so proud of it and I love looking back at those pictures now because I'm like oh look how far I've come but also like it's kind of cute <laughs> raw hems are in now there right? you go yeah <laughs> you started a trend in maybe third grade. <laughs> so how did that turn into you actually enrolled in the Toledo School for the Arts for high school right yeah so um, I had taken like a kind of a little sewing class, a little sketching class down at TSA before I um, before I was in like old enough to go there, which is mm -hmm. sixth grade. Um, and I fell in love with the place. I did not have very many good friends at the public school that I was at. Um, I just wasn't interested in sports or like band or a lot of the things that some of the other kids were. And the art program at the school I was at was not very prevalent. Um, and so after going to Toledo School for the Arts and touring it, we went to a first Friday and saw kind of what was going on. Um, my parents were like, okay, yeah, this might be a good fit for you. So I applied with the lottery system and got in. So it was a really exciting time for me. So you went there six, seven, eight, nine? I went there six, seven, eight, nine, 
And 10. And 10. Yep. Okay. And how did you go from being a freshman in high school to entering Project Runway Junior? How did that all come about? Yeah, so it was my grandma who actually found like an audition for Project Runway Junior. She found it online and like texted it to me and was like, I think you should do this. This would be cool. Um, and so I was like reading through it. And at the time, it was like a bit of a different show. It was called like Project Runway Threads. Um, and this was like a year before the show had even like come about the idea of it. Um, and so I sent in an application and I didn't hear anything for like five months. It was one of those things where I was like, oh, I'm gonna send in an application, never hear anything, completely forgot about it. And then one day they called and they were like, oh, we're gonna do this new show. It's called Project Runway Junior. And it's exactly like Project Runway, you know, contestants, one person goes home a week. And so I got even more excited because I'm like, oh, this would be like, this is even better. Like this is like the real thing. Yeah. Um, so I applied again and I got um, into the callbacks uh, in New York City. So I flew out to New York City. The audition took all of five minutes. Um, I was in and out of there. And what did you do? <laughs> like, uh, I've, so I've seen some of those shows for the adult project mm -hmm. runway where they come in and they show a collection. Did you come in and show some pieces? Yeah. Or what was the audition like? Yeah, so I always say my personality is the only thing that got me on the show um, because I walked in there and I had this garment rack full of awful clothes that I look back and I'm like, why did I make these? These are not good. Um, but I walked in there and I was just being my like sassy little self, showing them my clothes and you know, they were like, you're cute, we like you. And I only showed maybe two pieces off of the whole garment rack and then I wheeled it back out and that was it more or less. Um, and how long till yeah. you heard? About two weeks and I was sitting in like a coffee shop parking lot and I was with a bunch of friends and of course they couldn't know because it's like this big thing that's under contract and everything. And so I was like kind of freaking out and I was like, I made up some excuse that they totally didn't believe. I was like, oh, it was my doctor or something in there. Like, what are you talking about? But <laughs> yeah, it, it's kind of funny how it all worked out. So you had to even keep quiet that you were even a contestant on the show. Yeah, so. Who knew? <laughs> who knew? Who knew? Um, my parents and my grandparents. That's it. And like, that's it. We're very, very close friends with our neighbors, like very close. Um, my mom is coworkers with my neighbor. They thought my parents had, like, gotten a divorce and one had taken just one child or something. Like, it was crazy um, because it was all under contract. And, of course, it's kind of scary. You know, you're reading through this thing and you're like, oh, this is, like, a big televised production. Like, I don't want to get in trouble. So we didn't tell anyone. Yeah. And plus, you're gone for how long? Yeah. How long were you away from home? Um, so for the big chunk of time, about a month. And then there were... In total, I think I went to New York like seven times for Project Runway. Mm -hmm. So there was like, um, you know, another week and then I came back. So you went to the show, you told no one. No one. And tell me about the competitors that you were up against. So originally I was really nervous um, because if you watch the original Project Runway, a lot of times they really don't like each other. They all fight. They all like badmouth one another. Yeah, they have little um, cliques. Exactly. There's like two or three that really yeah. like each other, and then they kind of turn against the other sometimes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I was really nervous that that was going to happen, especially, you know, with a room full of high schoolers. Like, high school itself is already clicky. I'm like, what's going to happen when we're all put together? Um, but it, what I think happened was kind of magical that we all were um, – 
you know, into this one thing that no one else around us back in our hometowns was really into. And so we all became really great friends, really great friends really quickly. Um, and there's still people who I talk to to this day. What was the pressure like for you? Did you yeah. feel it? So, you know, I never regret that I did it. Because for me, it was an experience where in that short month or whatever it was, I grew so much as a designer. I grew so much as a person. I met some of my best friends. But with the actual pressure of the competition and constantly having to come up with new work and um, constantly having cameras on you and all the time, um, I felt like it was very draining for me, especially as, you know, a 13, 14 year old. Like, um, it was definitely something that I wish I had paid more attention to because something that I'm not really afraid to talk about now, but really, really affected me coming off of the show was that it kind of sent me into this for about a month or two, like the spiraling depression that I went into. And I talked to absolutely no one. I hated going to school. I would cry all the time um, just because there were times when I felt like I shouldn't have won or like I wasn't good enough or I wasn't coming out with new pieces and all of these things that I felt like people were constantly looking at me. And it was a time when, you know, I saw a lot of interviews and things going on after. Um, and so for me, that was really hard. Yeah. And it was something that I never really, like, opened up to anyone about. Um, and for me, thankfully, I was able to, like, kind of turn it into something really healthy where I decided to be an exchange student and um, kind of push it into a different direction. But in that time being, it's definitely something that I think, you know, if you're ever going to let your teenager or young person um, go on a TV show, you just have to keep it in mind. And um, you have to kind of remember that there's still a kid. And for them, like, to have all all the eyes on them, it, for me, like, it wasn't even a big show. But to have that many people, you know, like, watching it and people on Instagram commenting and all these things, it was a lot for me. Yeah. And it's kind of surprising because you won. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, to think about uh, somebody who won the competition and was, you know, um, shown to be the best of all the competitors that were there on the show, you still had those feelings. Yeah, I think for me, you know, like, I won because I was able to create really good designs. And that's something that I'll still stand behind. And I'm really proud of the designs that I made. I didn't win because of, you know, like, how strong of a person I was or what I was able to hold up and um, so for me I think looking around at some of the other competitors like you know they were a little bit older they were able to like compose themselves a little bit more it was just it's definitely a different experience and I was looking at them and I'm like should I have won because I feel like this and they're over here you know creating their next collection already and they're already super inspired and all of these things and um, it definitely was something that I struggled with a lot. Did you talk to any of the other competitors that you still keep in touch with and ask them if they had those same feelings after the show? Um, a little bit. Like, I remember going out to dinner one time. I was with Matt Sarafa, who is doing amazing things now. Um, we were both in New York at the same time. Um, and I just remember saying something like, I feel like I have to release something or, you know, show another collection or do something before I kind of grow up, before I become to an age to where everyone else is able to do the same things that I can do. Um, because, you know, a 19 or 20 year old who's able to create a collection is a lot different than a 13 year old who's able to create a collection. Yeah. And so for me, I felt like I had to do all these things really, really quick before I grew up and before everyone else kind of caught up. And he kind of expressed the same thing. Um, but, 
he kind of was also doing it, um, which all the props to him, love him, he's doing amazing. Um, but I think that it's something that overall we all kind of felt, um, but we did not talk about it that much. Hmm. Yeah, that's so interesting. So it's almost like you're 13 and is this the best thing I'm ever going to do with my life, yeah. right? Yeah. So you don't really think about maybe somebody feeling that or having mm. those doubts mm-hmm. and expressing that. I'm a prodigy now, but six years from now I might be washed up because other exactly. people are catching up. Yeah. You know, so, I used to joke like, oh, I peaked as a freshman in high school, like to my friends and stuff. But like deep down, I think I was really scared. Like, is this like the best that I can do? Like, is this going to be where it ends for me? Like where I'm left off. And so for a while, that was something that like kind of haunted over me. Yeah. So, but you did decide to kind of take a different direction and have some great experiences. Mm -hmm. Um, And you left TSA and -hmm. you became an exchange student in Mm -hmm. Italy. Italy, yes. And tell me about that. Why did you decide to do that? Yeah, so I love Toledo and I love the town where I grew up and I love the people here. But it's not where I ultimately want to end up and where I want to be. And New York really just showed me that. Like there are these other magical, beautiful places around me where I want to be. And so after kind of going through all of this as a freshman in high school, I said, all right, what's a way that I can get out, that I can go experience something else, something new, just change it up for me. Um, So I literally sat down on my computer one night and started Googling like leaving country as high school student. And I found like blogs of people um, doing like their exchange year as high school students. And you know, at a lot of high schools, there are exchange students who come in, but you never really hear about like American students going abroad. Right, the ones that go out. Yeah, but there's actually quite a few of us. Um, And so I presented the idea to my parents. I was so scared. I made this like huge PowerPoint production and like (laughs) sat them down, Um, didn't even make it through the first slide. And my dad was like, that's a great idea. Like um, I am the luckiest person alive with the parents that I ended up with. They've always been super supportive of whatever it is I want to do. See, your um, dad didn't want to get caught with not <laughs> buying you the mannequin and the sewing exactly. machine again, right? So you had so. to make up for it. <laughs> um, and you had a wonderful yeah. experience in Italy. Yeah. Did you sew there? So I brought a machine with me, like a very small um, little machine that fit in a carry-on. And I was like, oh, I'm going to I'm gonna sew. I'm going to create all of these designs. And, you know, thinking I was going to Italy, like, I'm like, I'm going to be surrounded by the world of fashion and all these things. And fabrics. And yes, exactly. Yes, yeah. I was so excited. Well, I ended up on um, the island of Sicily, which is off of the boot, the farthest south you can get. Um, they kind of joke that it's, like, more Africa than it is Italy, um, which is great. Um, but um, I was not surrounded by fabric stores. And the machine that I brought had a different voltage. So anytime I tried to use it, it caught up in smoke. Um, But luckily I had a host grandma who had like an old machine that she let me borrow. And I was able to kind of like take thrift store pieces or old clothes and like turn them into something new. So I still definitely stayed creative while I was over there. Um, It's just not exactly what I expected. Um, But it definitely wasn't a bad thing. Your experience on Project Runway Junior, your experience in Italy, Mm -hmm. you come home from your exchange trip, and all this time are you thinking to yourself, this is really what I want to do. I want to be a fashion designer. What are you thinking about your, the rest of your life as a career at this point? Yeah, so another thing that had definitely happened after Project Runway was me questioning, is this really what I want to do? I don't know if this is exactly what I want to go into, like... I don't feel creative right now. I don't feel inspired. Like if I constantly have to have those feelings and be able to produce 
something like is this what I want to be doing Um, and so going to Italy like after not having the ability to sew quite as much as I was here and not having the ability to do quite as many like hands-on projects as I am here um, I kind of like realized wow I really miss it and I miss having that ability Um, and so going into college I'm actually not studying fashion design I'm studying what's called strategic design and management which is both like the business and um, design end of like higher end fashion just because um, while I love designing I know that I'm not always feeling 100% creative so I'm not sure exactly what route of fashion I want to go into but I definitely know like I love the fashion industry and I feel like there's definitely parts that can be changed, can be altered, and a place where I can probably fit into it. Um, So I'm really excited about that. And you're actually going to the hot spot of the world (laughs) for fashion to be able to study this, Uh right? You're going to Paris. I am going to Paris. Where are you going to school there? I'm going to a school that's called um, Parsons School of Design, um, but I'm going to their Paris campus. So they're based out of New York City. It's an incredible school. The Um, process for applying was very lengthy and very difficult and I was so scared I actually got my um, like acceptance email while I was abroad and I like couldn't open it like I was just staring at my phone like I cannot open this I was so scared Um, but yeah I'm going to Parsons in Paris and I couldn't be more excited I think it's amazing and I love that you are able to kind of take all of this that you went through with Project Runway Mm -hmm. and then um, your trip abroad and your love for being creative Mm -hmm. and say to yourself, this is really something that I want to do, right? Because it could have gone the other way. Mm -hmm. I imagine some of the contestants that you were on television with maybe have decided that this really isn't the route for them. Is that the case? Yeah. So um, a few of the other students actually aren't studying fashion design at all. Um, Victoria, who uh, was from Cleveland, is actually studying medicine and she's getting her doctorate degree, which is amazing for her. And she, you know, has the Cleveland Clinic near her and all of these things. So that's amazing. And Bridget, another one of the contestants, is studying film. So I think for all of us, you know, we were at an age where we were just really creative people or um, people who really kind of thought outside of the box. And so that's really something that you can take into any avenue is just recognizing what is it exactly that I want to do and what I want to go into? There was a $25,000 prize mm-hmm. for you winning Project Runway Junior. Yes, is that something that you took and squirreled away into a college fund or did you <laughs> use that for your travel abroad? I used very little of it um, to show a collection at Vancouver Fashion Week um, several years ago after Project Runway and this was kind of right before I went on exchange right after kind of like coming out of like feeling very uncreative and so I created this collection and went out to Vancouver and um, I just showed it like I didn't do much with it after but it was a really cool experience Um, very cool city and the runway show like the venue and everything was super cool so um, I did do that and then I used a very little amount of it as well for for my study abroad. And you also recently won another little pot of money. (laughs) And I won't say really little pot. There was a $10,000 prize on the line for another contest that you entered. You made a beautiful dress out of duct tape. Yeah. Once I decided to go to Parsons, I was looking for scholarship opportunities um, because while Parsons is an amazing school, it's definitely 
not the cheapest and I'm very thankful that my parents even let me like apply there and all of these things but um, I decided you know what I'm gonna have to start looking for some scholarship opportunities and there were none that really fit like my niche what I wanted to go into um, until I came across this one that was put on by the duck brand which is the company that makes all of those fun rolls of duct tape um, and the contest was to make prom attire out of duct tape and so I thought oh my gosh I can do this I know how to do this one um, and so it took quite a lot of time and quite a few sticky fingers to finally <laughs> put it together um, but I created this dress that had like this woven pattern and these lines running down it all out of duct tape it's beautiful. I'm going to put a picture of it on um, the website next to the podcast so people can see it if <laughs> okay. they want to see it because it turned out amazingly. Thank you. I would wear it. My main goal when creating the dress was just to make something that didn't look like duct tape. I wanted to really like manipulate it. And so for me, I feel like that was more or less a success. It's kind of like hard to make it look completely like fabric, but I'm really happy with the way that it turned out. For the first few weeks, it definitely was. Like, we were all bouncing back and forth between who was in the lead, and so I didn't know, like, whether or not I would win. So I'm really thankful for, like, the community and people online and just all the support that I've gotten that actually helped me win the contest. You really have been embraced by Toledo. I have, People yes. came <laughs> to watch parties for uh -huh. the episodes mm -hmm. and have really embraced you. Mm -hmm. That has to make you feel so great, too. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And that's another reason that I say, like, while I don't necessarily, like, feel as though Toledo's the place for me, I love that I grew up here and I love that I was surrounded by this community because I went to what I consider, like, the best school that I could have gone to. And I had, you know, the best news channels around me. And um, just, like, the community support that I have gotten is amazing like unparalleled to anywhere else I could have been. Maya when you think about I'm thinking about two moments mm -hmm. in your life the moment when you got that sewing machine and mm -hmm. really started working on mm -hmm. making clothes and the moment when Project Runway Junior called and said mm -hmm. we really want you mm -hmm. to come on the show and compete. What have you learned and how did that change you moving forward in your life? I think for me, getting the sewing machine at the beginning, like, I look back to that time and I'm like, you know, they really could, like, they could have said no, because it really was kind of this lavish gift that for most people, probably they their kids wouldn't have used. Like, I was really young when I got it. Um, and so I'm just so thankful to have had the parents who supported the arts and not only supported it, but encouraged it and really nourished like this passion that I had for it and that they were able to see that and recognize that it was something I was interested in even from such a young age and so something that I think I really just want to tell people and show people moving forward is like to encourage the, your children or the people around you um, that if they have this interest or this passion you know like fuel it encourage it help them because ultimately like if I didn't have those people supporting me, I would have done absolutely like none of this. And so I look back at it and I'm really thankful for that. And then going on Project Runway, like when I got that call, um, I feel like it was really just a turning point in my life. I was able to kind of um, look around and see, oh my gosh, I can actually turn this into a career if I want. Um, it, for me, it, it's kind of the moment when it stopped just being a hobby. Um, and so I'm so thankful for that and I'm thankful that I was able to recognize that um, 
because now going forward, like it's something that I'm studying in college and it's something that I'm actually going to pursue. You are a really nice person. Thank you. Can, <laughs> can nice people make it in the fashion industry? Because it is, I mean, you went through, do you feel like you got a little bit of preparation going through that competition on the show, meeting other fashion designers to kind of understand what it really is like in that industry? Meeting other fashion designers and other people who are like, really high up in the industry, whether it be fashion or entertainment or anything along those lines, um, really also taught me that there's kind of this stigma that in order to be the boss lady, um, you have to kind of be pushy and you have to kind of, you know, always like have your chin up and not look straight at anyone. And um, they kind of all broke that stigma. And, you know, like Kelly Osborne and Christian Siriano and all these people were just so incredibly nice and encouraging. And yet they were there at the top. Um, and I think that for me, I try to be a nice person. You know, I try to be nice to everyone around me, like give everyone a chance. Um, and at the same time, I also feel like I can be a bit of like a boss lady, you know, like when I have to direct people, I can. But I still try to do it in like the nicest way possible. <laughs> I know. It was like you dressing those models on the show, right? Uh-huh. You were like, okay, you're going to be in this and you're going to be in yeah, this and you yeah. got everything done, but you did it in a really nice way. Yeah. So I really, I try to follow that and I also just try to um, like encourage everyone while I'm doing it because I think the best way to get things done isn't necessarily to be mean to people you don't have to do that you can um, obviously like encourage people and I think that that's the best way to get something done if the project runway folks called you and said we'd like you to be on the real project runway not the project runway junior now I don't want to say the real but the adult project runway would you want to go through that experience again would you do it you know I've been asked this question so many times and I don't know (laughs) I have no idea because I loved the experience it was amazing um but for me I feel like maybe one was enough um I feel like right at the moment that I'm in in my life right now I probably wouldn't just because I'm heading to college, I'm heading to a place that I know I love, and I'm really excited for what I'm about to be doing, that to put it on pause, I don't think would be the best decision for me right now. But if I had the time in my life and I had the opportunity, maybe. (laughs) Yeah, it would just depend on the circumstance. It really does, yeah. Is there one thing that you feel like you've learned from this experience that you feel like you will keep and will make you better moving forward? If there's one thing that I definitely learned from all of this experience, and I definitely think um, was a life skill that I maybe wouldn't have gotten quite as quickly, is just really how to recognize the emotions that I'm going through and how to say to yourself, it's okay if you're in you know, a situation where you're just not feeling what you're doing right now, or if you decide to change the path that you're going on, it's okay. Like. It's all up to you. You don't have to follow along with like what everyone thinks you should be doing or um, what you feel like you need to be doing. Like, do ultimately what makes you happy and what you're enjoying. And if you're not enjoying it, like maybe reassess it. Um, because for me, that was something that was really hard to learn, um, but ultimately just made me so much of a healthier, better person in the end. It's almost hard to believe all this wisdom comes from someone so young, but I learned a lot from Maya during our conversation. 
I appreciate Maya sharing the letdown and depression she felt for a while after the excitement of winning Project Runway Junior wore off a bit. She achieved success on an international stage through the TV show, and that pressure to keep producing and keep succeeding is real for people of all ages. And Maya is following her own advice on being happy. She did go to Parsons in Paris, and although she loved the program, she wasn't as happy with her living and social conditions, so she moved back to Italy to attend fashion university Polymoda, where she is learning not only about design, but about the business of fashion, fashion photography, and other elements that will help her solidify her place in the fashion world, if that's where she decides she will be happy. I hope something in Maya's story resonated with you. If you liked today's episode, please do share it with others and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. I have more amazing journeys to share with you in just a moment.